Good evening and welcome to another edition of Mr. Opinion Head. I am your host, Mr. Opinion Head, and this evening we have a special guest with us. We have Miss Opinion Head, um, otherwise referred to as my wife, Tammy. So welcome, Tammy, to the show. Thank you for having me, Mr. Opinion Head. Well, you know, that's just my, my radio name. <laughs> Um, so this evening, we decided we wanted to talk about uh, a couple topics. Um, one, one, you know, a theme, I guess. We wanted to have a theme for the show. And uh, what did we decide that theme was going to be? The theme was going to be how being at home for three months with limited entertainment, how does one not gain a whole bunch of weight when your only entertainment is drive-through and limited restaurants to even go out and have any fun. So it's very hard to stay fit. Okay, a lot, a lot of things in there to uh, to work through. That was a pretty broad statement. I'm not um, good on that. <laughs> but uh, if if I captured it correctly, the the first part of it is being quarantined for three months has been. Uh, a real challenge. Um, Definitely. Now, there's there are different types of, of quarantine. Now, they've started to um, loosen up some of those restrictions and, and people have the freedom to get out and go around now. But in the beginning, um, there were two different types of quarantine. There were the kind where people didn't have a job and so they weren't working. And that gave you all kinds of idle time to just sit at home and try and keep yourself occupied but then there's the boat that we're in our, our situation where we're quarantined we're at home but we're working so for those six to eight maybe ten hours a day you've got a focus you've got something to um, dedicate yourself to but the challenge then is it becomes extremely repetitive it's like the hamster on the wheel you wake up and you, you go through your, your little um, routine, and then you sit down at the same desk you, you've been sitting at for the last two or three weeks, and it just becomes, you know, very monotonous. Would you agree? Is that, I a, is that totally a fair statement? I totally agree. Yeah. Walking from the couch to my desk that I work at eight to ten hours a day is exactly ten steps. So <laughs> what the, the thing that I immediately think about is how is... Going from the couch, how is waking up and finding yourself at your desk to do work, that time in between, the time you get up and the time you start work, how is that different than three months ago when you were going to work? What does that look like? Do the, the, the comparison there as to what it looks like now compared to what it was before. Well, now um, I wear a lot of stretch pants. I don't get ready. <laughs> I go to work in my pajamas some days. Getting up for work also looked like going into the office at 4.30, 4 o'clock a.m. wake up to leave the house by 5.30 to get there. You kind of bypass all that now. And I love working from home. The commute to Atlanta is really long. So I like working from home. But then it becomes monotonous and you want to break but yet, where's your break? Because 10 steps away is another part of your house that you're not actually in all day, but you're still here. Okay, so the first part is 
the 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 actual routine looks drastically different mm-hmm. during quarantine Definitely. or during yeah. the the pandemic. So from a hygiene standpoint to an apparel standpoint to an <laughs> overall sense of enthusiasm and mm-hmm. you know um I don't want to say excitement but you just the the routine itself doesn't offer a lot of um di- diversity. Right. You, you get up, you go to right. a couch, you drink some coffee, then you go to work. I mean it's there's nothing in there that really provides a break. There's so no then, social in Another, another excellent point. No, so, no, there is nobody else. Though even at work, I would be frustrated because some people, right when you get in the middle of something, they're interrupting you. So there's another aspect of this of being frustrated at work because there is social. Right. So a lot of dynamics there. So when you kind of moving away from that, once you, now that we've, broken that down a little bit once you decide i need a break i want to go do something different from your earlier statement you mentioned that now that during this pandemic there aren't as many opportunities they're greatly reduced um so Mm -hmm. what do you do for entertainment there's walking around the block we spent a lot in the early quarantine time just walking because everything was shut down now restaurants are open so you can either go through drive through or they bring your food out to you so that's that's the excitement that's the highlight that of the day that is pretty much <laughs> just that's it getting out you and... can't go to movie theaters you don't want to go to the mall i don't even we haven't stepped in a mall and no i, I don't months. i think i talked to somebody about that the other day and they said Certain stores are open, but not all the yeah. stores. So then why go? And so, yeah, that, that would be a diminished experience. So then food becomes the highlight. And right. even that Just is a, a reduced assortment of what's available. So the downside then is now you're having you're forced to deal with what's available, and that's usually fast food. And so... That, or the grocery store. Sometimes now, grocery you go to this grocery store... And when you start now seeing more food on the shelves, makes you realize that we're coming out of the woods a little bit. It's well, getting a little bit better. And it makes you really um, appreciate um, the what we have from an economic standpoint, social standpoint, and just from an availability standpoint. When things are normal, it makes you appreciate all the different things that you can do and the things you can buy. Yeah. But the grocery uh, store was our entertainment. And that, that's a very exciting... <laughs> I think it still is. <laughs> yep, that's that's the excitement. The highlight of a day is going to the grocery store. And uh-huh. it's kind of a show in itself to see how other people are making it through the pandemic. Um, and it's a very interesting observation, time for observation, because you can see so many different kind of takes on the pandemic and how people respond to it. Some people have a mask. Some people don't. Some people have a mask and gloves. Uh, some people, when you see them in a store, they give you the appearance that nothing is wrong. Right. There is no pandemic. Right. And so it does kind of make you step back and say, am I taking this way too seriously? Am I, have I, you know, to coin a phrase, have I, you know, drank the Kool-Aid <laughs> and just taken in everything that the government has fed me and said, oh yes, this is horrible. Or... Am I on the right side of this? And they're the ones 
who are just mm -hmm. underestimating what this is. Right. And so, but that, I think precaution is good. Well, there's the old Regardless saying. Regardless, if you think this is totally politically motivated or mm -hmm. not, I think it's what does it hurt? I know myself. I have not been sick in over six months. I usually get bronchitis twice a year. I have not had it, knock on wood, in almost a year. So the past few months where I would have had it during this mm -hmm. season, the, the pollen, not had it. And, and I've been gloved, masked. We well, and we bought the, you know, yeah. like you're taking elderberry, and we take um, a few more uh, supplements and vitamins and uh, mm -hmm. to try and stay a little healthier. So that helps. And I think... That's an interesting point to touch on because I think those habits are going to become pretty well entrenched. And as a society, we might actually going forward become a healthier society because now we've gotten used to using hand sanitizer. Uh, we're wiping down the carts when we go to a store. Right. We're really thinking twice about the things that we touch and you know how we interact with other people. Uh, you know, shaking hands and, and staying really close in, in tight-knit groups, that might be something that changes. Mm -hmm. uh, the entertainment landscape, being able to go to a movie theater, a buffet, uh, these kind of things might change. And then in the future, catching those germs of viruses that would have caused you to have right. bronchitis, maybe those get become greatly reduced. So while having, you know, COVID-19 outbreak is not is not good by any stretch. Maybe some good can come out of it oh, and I we totally can become a, a healthier society yeah. and, and maybe a bit We're more aware, more, a, a more aware society. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's something we can take away from this. Now, what, what do you, what do you see happening over the next three to four months? Um, just as a, <laughs> as a conversation point, um, what do you see happening as it relates to COVID and society and opening back up and things like that. What's your opinion? I would, I would like to think that we're going back to normal, but I really don't see us going back to normal. I know from just the meetings that we've had coming from our upper management, we are not going back probably before August. And then they're already calling for the next flu outbreak starts around August, September. I don't really see us going back. Um, I don't know. I... I'm hoping that some of the things that we had grown accustomed to and, and had been able to do, that those things become available again. Um, and it can, like you look at gyms. Gyms are opening back up and they're taking a very aggressive stance to make sure all of the equipment, that it's clean, that people... Um, abide by social distancing rules. And so you can go there, you can do your workout, but you are safe at the same time. You're cognizant of the risks. So I'm looking forward to that being applied to other areas, movie theaters, things like that, where they have certain seats taped off. So you space people out. Maybe they have um, like, I don't know if it's in airplanes or I know they have like coverings that you put on a chair that when you're done, you just pull it off and you throw it away. It's disposable. And so that prevents the spread of germs and things. So I think we're going to become a very disposable society. 
which is good and bad. I mean, it's good right. that we have we can do that and that it helps us get back to some sense of normalcy. But also from a, a environmental standpoint, you know, the more things you throw away, the more stuff becomes. So uh, it's yeah, cause uh-huh. and effect there. So um, and overall, uh, it has been challenging. Uh, being, it has. It hasn't quarantined. been all bad. The, it was real scary in the beginning. I Every was night very watching the news, stressed the first month because it was just doom and gloom. But now it's getting better. Now is it getting better, or are we just more aware of it? You know, are I think we we've desensi- adapted. Yeah, we desensitized to it. Right. I think we have just adapted to our new norm. But yeah, we don't watch the news. But the last, I don't know, once this week we did turn it on and it was like there's another outbreak in China and now all this other stuff is coming back. Well, and back. here's, here's and the crazy bit. You got right. the riots. Yeah, well, not riots, protests. Okay. Um, but you have that. And so there was already the fear that there was going to be a second outbreak right. of corona. And you throw into that, you mix in all these large public gatherings uh, with the protesters, um, many of which are not wearing masks or any kind of protection. And so you've got Florida that opened up the beaches and the restaurants. And within a week, they were closed because of the spike of cases they had coming in. So now in the hot spots, when it comes to the protests, the larger cities, Atlanta, New York, San Francisco, and, and I think Seattle, when you start looking at that, what is, in your opinion, I mean, what do you, if we were afraid of a second outbreak before without that, and now we have these large gatherings, is that going to, do you think that'll set us back as far as our recovery yeah, from COVID? I do. And so just when you thought we were making progress, right. I think there's the potential. Start, they're going to start putting those bands on those phase twos that they opened and we could possibly go back to phase one, depending on how and, and how see, long this goes. And that's and that's where it becomes and, well, that's become that's where it becomes uh, very uh, curious and uh, very interesting to see what happens because right now the economy is what's driving our progress forward, not the results from testing and from uh, COVID right. outbreaks. Because if you look at Georgia. They started returning back to normal or opening up the state, even though we had not seen that two-week decrease in mm-hmm. COVID cases, because we needed the economy to start moving and we were again. Scrutinized about it really bad, but we didn't see a spike, so we're we're doing better in that regard. But it hasn't gone down either, and so the question now becomes: Okay, so it's bad to have cases. But which is worse, having COVID cases, which, you know, for a majority of people, it is, um, they, I think there's a 99% survivability rate. Um, right. So which is worse, having a economy that is super low mm-hmm. or having COVID cases? Right. So where do you... Well, we have to have our economy. So I think I think going back to work and getting everybody back to some norm, 
But if you're wearing masks, you're doing all your precautions, washing your hands, gloving up if you need to, it can only it can only make it better for everybody because we can't stop like we were. It was awful. Like families, the just the church down the street where the the food lines were just wrapped around the blocks because this one church was giving away meals one night a week. And it was insane. There's lots of people that that depend on restaurants. You know, I, I, I remember that. Um, and so you've got, you've got families and it's so, it, and we could go on and on about this, but it's, I find that so interesting that on the one hand, you've got people who are looking for that kind of support uh, because they are in need. But then in the same city, you've got Home Depot, parking lots full, Walmart, parking lots full, restaurants, people are going out to eat. Uh, You go to a, a fast food restaurant, the line is around the building. And so you've got such a, a diversity when it comes to mm-hmm. those who have and those who have not. And it's, and I wish I knew, uh, I had a better understanding why, but there are plenty of, you know, people out there who are way smarter than me who say it's because certain parts of the economy are not going to recover. Those people lost their jobs in an industry that is not going to survive COVID-19. And so they got furloughed and they probably won't get hired back. But then there are other businesses such as the one that we're in that at this particular point in time is thriving because of hiring because of the service we provide. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, it's very interesting how, how this happens. Um, And I'll be very interested to see what that recovery looks like uh, because for the life of me, I don't think our government can agree on anything. Half of them, half of the people there will disagree that today's Thursday. And so I, I just, I don't understand, I don't understand how people from one country can be just so adamantly opposed to each other and not look at the bigger picture and wanting our country to heal, do better and progress and all those things. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of solutions they not just come up with, but what they're able to agree on to see where we go from here. But uh, we've been uh, plowing around through this for a little while now. So I think we've hit and missed what we were going to talk about. <laughs> no, I think we talked about Corona. I think, yeah, I think we talked and about entertainment and, yeah, and the, gaining my, weight during now, this time. Now, let's, we can talk about that for just a moment um, because I know for me. I didn't gain weight over uh, this period of time since we but were... But you have an 14. amazing... But now, now, what I did do is I had, just like anybody else in life, you have goals and plans and expectations. And I did thinking, oh, now I don't have that time waster of a commute or eight hours away from the house at a job. And so I'm going to be here so I can engage in some of those more creative things that, you know, I, I, I always talk myself out of and say, I can't do because we're working or we're driving. And so all that time I said, Oh man, I'm going to do all these things. But then you get here and you're in your house and and you're still working. You You talk yourself out of it. You still have the job, but you're sitting literally feet away from all of your creative material. And you say, Oh, I can get to it later because I'm, I'm right here. Same thing with working out. 
I, okay. I will do it later. But then later is never. And so, or because we're not spring chickens anymore, you do, you head full bore into a workout and the next day you can't, your, your, your legs bothering you, your shoulders bothering mm-hmm. you. And so now you're all dinged up and it puts a, a real delay. It's on. hard to go from your desk and walk 20 feet to the garage. <laughs> ten, to, 10 feet to your to office, 20 to the gym. <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's like, okay, so I've been sitting here all day. Let me go look at this part of the house and it, lift some Well, you know, we get, well, at least we have a yard. We're not in an we apartment. Do. We're, yeah, so right. we can go outside and we and can we at least do that. And we have a dog and we play with her. So, but I mean, we but you can only, you, you can only take a break for so long before work piles up and cause you know, you're at a job, you have to do your job, but then when the job's over and you're like, okay, now I need to turn that off and get focused on doing something else and try to be as invested in that right. as I was in the work. And that is challenging. Yeah. And you talk yourself out of it because you're, you're like, no, nah, I worked all day and it's just like pre pre-quarantine, pre-COVID, I worked all day. I want to relax. Right. Right. And so now chores go on the back burner. And yeah. so I, I wish I had had like maybe a week or two of just idle time, of no work, just being quarantined and say, okay, you got to be home. And then, you know, let's say our company needed two weeks to kind of figure it out or a week. And then we came up with our work from home game plan and then we hit the ground running. I would have liked to have had that week um, of just not being obligated to anything. Right. But, you know, I'm very thankful that we, we do have a job to do. Yeah. And that we've and we're know, super got busy. a source of income and it's, yeah, it's very busy. Um, but so talk to me a little bit about your frustration. You, you mentioned earlier about, uh, uh, weight gain. Um, yeah, I've, I'm hovering about the same, but the struggle is, is that, it's more idle. Like when we were going to work, we would stop on the way home because the commute is about an hour and a half to two hours, depending on regular Atlanta traffic. We would stop, get out, maybe get something to eat, walk around, and then finish the drive home because it's just, it's a long drive in the afternoons. But yet now we're here. I just don't have the motivation I did. We were really good about going to the gym. That's another thing. We have a gym membership through our company that was right around the corner from work. So if we wanted to go there, we go hang out an hour or so, wait for the traffic to kind of die down, get in the car and head home. Now the gym, the reason why we took that membership, because it was so close to work. It's not close anymore. So, and not that, they're, I don't even know if they're even open. Are they only let so many people yeah, in? Yeah, I think it's it's like uh, some of the stores we're doing where they count the number of people yeah. because they can't. So you can't get in. Yeah, so it, now the fortunate thing for, for us is that the, the gym that we went to is never very, you know, overly crowded. It's a, a large gym. Um, but now there are certain restrictions, and so that would make it a little more challenging. Um, In the distance now. It's not close. Yeah, because it was closer to work. But where we're at, there's not one. Right. Um, So that's, you know, you you touched on a couple things. One, you know, you've got more idle time because you can't get out and do and you're not traveling as much. And so there 
you know, when you're at work, you're you're walking between offices, between desks and right. break room and lunch and all these things. So you're a little bit more, you're moving a little bit more where when you're at home, everything is right here. So that's one obstacle. Two is, you know, you, you find it very challenging to want to work and work out and entertain yourself and all those things in the same space every day. So that works against you. Plus diet. I mean, now you're, you're right here in your, your kitchen. And so you usually grab things that you normally graze. wouldn't grab. Everybody grazes. You graze. And, and then you talked about restaurants and what's available. And that's more fast food. And so when you start adding those things up, you know, it, I was thinking about this the other day. You know, college kids, when they go to um, the college, university, you get the freshman 15. Um, now it's going to be the COVID-10. <laughs> and so, and, and it's a, a much smaller amount of time. Yeah. Because when you're in college, that that first year, you're talking fifteen pounds. Right. A year. This and is three to four months, and so now you know you're you're doing. I think everybody now is trying to be more aware because now they've noticed. I went to a bridal shower over the weekend. And everybody there was like, yeah, I couldn't um, fit into my clothes. So this is why I'm in this dress. So everybody was complaining that their pants were too tight. So, and it is. Everybody's working from home that I talked to there. They're not back in the office. They're not, they are home. So it, it's a struggle. I think it's a struggle. And so now what do we, how do we overcome the struggle? Is there a way to overcome the struggle? What, where do we go from here? Uh, if you know, for those people who are listening, and they're saying, you know what, you're right. I'm in the same boat you are, and I'm having those same struggles and issues. So, what nugget of help or what insight can we provide that might help them out? Hmm. Or are we looking for them to help us out? <laughs> Well, I've already said I have no motivation and I'm crazy. Well, I so think I don't know how I'd help anybody. I, at this I point. think, and, and we've kind of mentioned it, I think the habit is, is where we need to start. Maybe coming Drink up. Drink more water. That's a, a very good. And you know what? You, you take care of, take the indoor plumbing outside so at least you have to walk farther to go to the bathroom. Maybe that, you know, maybe they had the right idea back in, in the day. No. But I think if you maybe map out the way you would like your day to go and, and try a schedule, just like you did when you were at work, you knew you got up at a certain time, you had to leave the house at a certain time, you knew you left work at a certain time, you got home by a certain time. And if you were going to work out, it was always at this time and dinner and all these. I know when I'm right. at work, I get there at this time, I eat, then I work, then I eat lunch, then I have a snack. I, all these things are pre-planned. They're what I look forward to. Mm-hmm. So maybe it would be wise to do the same thing at home and provide more structure. Say, you know, if, if you notice that you have a time waster in the morning that doesn't allow you to get very motivated, say, you know, I'm going to change that. I'm going to get up and do what I would normally do when I go to work. The risk is that if you become too driven by ritual and habit and, and structure at home, then what's the point of being at home? Right. Home is no longer the relaxing place that you exactly you want it to be or that it should be. So it, everything in moderation. 
But maybe say, you know, you get up and you do this instead of working out or working in pajamas, you get dressed. But the or, environment is more welcoming, I think, than being at work. Well, yeah, because you don't have to deal with those those same chuckleheads that, you know, <laughs> drive you insane and waste the your time. The one person that drives me crazy. Every office has that one person. And, you know, being at home allows you the opportunity to be away from them. But then it also takes away the interactions you have with the people who add value to right. what you do. And that's the downside, the pitfall. Then you FaceTime. And you, you <laughs> I don't know about you, but I feel disconnected yeah. in a way from our company and from our people. And so I just, I wish there was a little bit more communication back and forth. I wish yeah, they I provided that kind of opportunity for us, but I agree. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and certainly whine on a podcast about that. Um, any any other last thing, any thoughts that we want to add before we, we break here? No. Uh, this is officially the longest podcast on the <laughs> Mr. Opinion Head channel. <laughs> and I owe it to Miss Opinion Head because uh, coming on the show, she uh, doubled the chat time. I think my longest <laughs> podcast was 15 minutes. That's because minutes. I run like squirrels. I'm you run over like over here, then I'm over there. Okay. Shiny thing. <laughs> All right, everybody. So... With that in mind, this has been another episode of Mr. Opinion Head. I am Mr. Opinion Head, and that was Miss Opinion Head, commonly referred to as Tammy. And we appreciate you taking the time to listen to us today. Hopefully you got something out of it. And be well and stay safe. Bye-bye.